Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. They're one of our favorite financial comparison sites. SingSaver has recently, though, secured a brokerage license from the Monetary Authority of Singapore. This means they'll be able to offer more than 100 insurance policies from 12 providers. The platform will now offer instant digital comparisons of insurance products across several categories. Its newly formed broking team will also be able to provide advice on insurance products for its consumers. So, first up, uh, we're also going to take a look at some great tips on how you can maybe not overspend this December, if that's possible. I put an impossible challenge uh, to Rohit Murthy, founder and country manager at SingSaver. Good morning. Good morning and wonderful to be back here. Again. Thank you for being here. So, you're taking a stab at a $4 billion insurance market. Right. And so, uh, let's set the scene as to why insurance is interesting for us, right? The, the, one of the latest reports by Swiss Reinsurance Group says the world is $1.2 trillion underinsured. Uh, there's another report uh, from Lloyd's underinsurance report that says Singapore has a, actually a very low insu- uh, insurance penetration, mm-hmm. only 1.6% of GDP, while Hong Kong and Taiwan are double those numbers, and you know, likewise South Korea and Australia. So that's an interesting statistic. And also there was a recent study um, by the Life Insurance Association of Singapore that says there's a protection gap of 80% uh, when it comes to critical illness. So they're not inadequately sort of protected, Singaporeans. Uh, And this is a market where, you know, you have uh, more than 20,000 licensed agents, only 0.5% of life insurance policies actually get purchased online. And uh, according to even um, MAS, half of the financial sort of misconduct that happens is related to mis-selling. So insurance is obviously a very important part of a financial journey. And looking at these statistics, this is a very interesting problem for us to solve for, Mm. which is why we're getting into the insurance space because our mission has been very simple. Mm -hmm. We want to empower people to lead healthy financial lives. We want them to build the right portfolio of financial products. And insurance is a very key part of that because people need to protect themselves against risk. Uh, And just looking at the statistics, there are some deep problems we would like to solve for. Mm, Yeah, so clearly there's a gap in the market and you're coming in at a good time. Uh, You're going to be offering 100 insurance policies from 12 providers. So SingSaver known as a financial comparison Mm Inside, providing great information for consumers. How will you balance that against commercial interests? So we are, we are independent and impartial. So, you know, even when you look at our banking products, we have more than a million people who come, who came this year, just mm-hmm. shopping for banking and, you know, uh, credit cards and personal loans. And mm-hmm. about 30% of them picked a product on our site. But we are very clear that we, you know, in a very independent, impartial way, we show the products in the market. We let the consumers pick the products that best matches their needs. And we are very transparent with uh, our business model where as soon as they pick a product and they convert, we get paid a referral fee you know, from the providers. And this exact same thing would apply for insurance where we will show them the market so they can come and find the insurance policy that best you know, matches their needs. Either it's based on coverage, whether they're traveling, what sort of protection do they need. Uh, and then they can look at all the policies out there that are available in the market where mm-hmm. we can 
show the prices as much. In, in many cases, we do show it real time because we can actually pull these prices out. And then as soon as they've decided to purchase the policy, we either help them convert on our platform, which is the whole digital journey that we enable, mm-hmm. or in some cases, they know they buy the policy on the provider's page. So we are still sticking to our value proposition, which is, you know, being independent, being impartial, and putting the users first in terms of making sure they're also educated about the market and the products and why they would need these products. So the insurance companies themselves are not going to have any input in terms of their ranking or their comparisons? We rank them based on the facts, but there are various ways to rank these products. We also give that flexibility to the users to sort the products either by price, either by coverage, you know, so that that they have that capability. But yes, I mean, at the end of the day, we take the facts, we do the thinking on behalf of the users, and then we show them in, in the most simplistic way, you know, a results table where they can actually see all the products uh, available to them. So do you think, Rohit, this is going to change the way Singaporeans buy insurance? I mean, usually for personal accident or mortgages, people look at agents as as a first option. Do you expect consumers are going to switch largely to online buying? We've seen that with banking. Mm -hmm. More than a million people came to our site, you know, just looking for credit cards and personal loans. It was a very different, you know, statistic when I started SingSaver four or five years back because if then I I could safely say that credit cards and loans were sold to the users. They were not bought by the users. Here we have empowered the users because now when someone comes online, there's already an empowerment that happens. They're researching. Mm -hmm. They're checking the various, you know, TNCs, the various product features, and then they make the decision to purchase. Now, Yes, there will still be the relevance of agents and, you know, financial advisors. But now, once they come online and we educate them about the market, that conversation with that agent will be a lot more relevant, a lot more informed. You know, they're not just going to be buying a product that's sold to them. They're actually going to be able to question, challenge, you know, some of those products out there and make sure that they have the right product in their portfolio. Okay, the best thing about SingSaver, we've had you on several times, is you're very transparent. I mean, even if it's a sponsored sort of post on your site, it's very clearly demarcated as sponsored. So do each provider for the insurance um, platforms, do they pay SingSaver the same amount? Will there be any potential bias for SingSaver to promote one over the other? No, I mean, we have different commercial relationships with the providers. I mean, at the end of the day, products are different. The products are priced differently. The digital journeys are different. Some of them are a lot, you know, more, uh, have more capabilities, digital capabilities than the others. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, when we look at the commercial relationships, it's we, we make sure that as soon as a consumer is ready to buy a product, how can we ensure that the consumer gets that product? And then, yes, I mean, uh, there are lots of promotions, uh, marketing that we do, because at some, at, you know, pricing is just one criteria, but there are lots of other nice features about the product that we can amplify and we can talk about, especially when we see a demand for it. Mm. Uh, so, for example, some users may be looking for mobile phone coverage. Mm. and not really caring so much about certain other coverages, like, you know, lost baggage. Maybe they don't care that much about lost baggage. So what we do is when we work with the providers, we look at the end-to-end consumer journey. And then, yes, the products, the best-selling products were, you know, are the ones that are picked by the consumers, irrespective of, you know, what our commercial relationship is. All right. Uh, how is this new license set to grow SingSaver's business, Rohit? So when you look at the insurance value chain, I mean, there's product development. That is, you know, just how the underwriting is done, how the products are priced. So there's a whole product development that happens. Uh, there is 
sales and distribution. So as a as a as a licensed broker, we are now a distributor of insurance products, both off the shelf products as well as certain niche products. Uh, we can also work with providers and co-create products. It's, you know, we've done that with cards and loans, where we have exclusive offers, exclusive rates. So we can introduce a lot of niche products also into the market, working with the providers while mm-hmm. they continue to do the underwriting. The other part of the insurance uh, value chain is around claims. You know, the fact that you should be able to submit a claim, the claims management and any sort of fraudulent you know activity that might happen and then there's also customer service and there's payments you know for you to be able to purchase the policy online the brokers brokerage license allows us to build a technology and empower technological capability across the value chain now so that's where it gets interesting for us where we are not just being you know we're not just doing marketing or we're not just listing the products we are now actually actively working with the providers across that entire insurance value chain Please provide pet insurance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting my hand up for that. Uh, Tell us, what's next on on your agenda for SingSaver? So I think insurance, as I mentioned, we we continue to try and uh, launch more insurance products, general insurance. So that's very interesting for us. Uh, You know, as you know, we have, uh, we recently signed uh, Experian as our investor and exclusive partner. So we have a lot of interesting sort of digital capabilities we are building into the market. So as soon as you're ready to actually get that next credit card and loan, how do we ensure you can get sort of real-time decisioning. You can actually get that product instantly. And we continue to work with the providers to make sure that there are the best products in the market. And going into 2020, you have the best rates, the best offers. So, And, you know, just uh, get better and better at educating consumers through our content and through our blog. Gosh, insurance is so unwieldy. Anybody trying to read an insurance policy uh, knows and, how difficult it is. And it's a grudge purchase. I mean, yeah, let's face it, we all we say, you know what, we need it. <laughs> but it's a grudge purchase. So how do we change that and actually make sure that, you know, people are not buying insurance policies because they truly understand the protection that it brings in. And there's a lot of complexity in the market already. Yes. There's a lot of disruption, disruption yeah. happening. Disruption is great for providers, but it's more confusing to consumers. So that's where we believe, you know, now we have a more active role to play to simplify and make sure that users are able to get the right protection, Mm. uh, whether it's protecting their income, protecting their life, protecting their health, or even protecting the content in their home. You know, they have the right protection if the unthinkable happens. Yeah, well said, well said. How do you expect this to boost your profit bottom line? No, I mean, insurance, as I mentioned, it's it's, uh, just... The, the statistic that only 0.5% of the policies today are actually purchased online. We believe that's a great opportunity for us to to be, you know, a top direct online channel for the provider. So that is interesting for us in terms of how many people will actually come and buy the policies. Mm-hmm. But I think the way we are looking at it is we've built the brand and we've built that credibility in banking. We've demonstrated to our banking partners, you know, the value of actually having the right you know, consumers get the right products. We want to replicate the exact same thing in insurance. Uh, and insurance, you know, we see that there are deeper problems to solve for, but we're excited about the challenge. Incredible. Was this part of the blueprint four years ago when you started SingSaver? We always, I mean, always kept an eye on insurance, mm-hmm. uh, but we wanted to make sure we had the right platform. So we built the right sort of technology platform. We built the right brand. You know, we, we needed to make sure we had the right sort of, you know, uh, partnerships in place. Uh, we got better at marketing. We got better in terms of how we wrote content. So once we were, we were comfortable with that, we believed that now we were in a better sort of position to actually solve for problems in the insurance space. Whenever he's in the studio, I 
need to pick his brain. Rohit Morty, founder and country manager at SingSaver. And since this is the season to spend, we thought we'd ask uh, Rohit for some great tips for consumers. So everything out there is enticing <laughs> you to open that wallet or flash your card and spend, spend, spend. So any advice on how not to spend unnecessarily right. this season? It, it is a worrying thing because, you know, a lot of re- recent surveys that show that, you know, people are not comparing prices when they're buying. Uh, especially during the holiday season. Only 7% of them, the re- another survey said, claimed to have actually a list before they you know, went shopping. Mm. Uh, and Sing- Singaporeans are spending more on travel. So tra- they have to spend more on travel during holidays mm-hmm. uh, than on clothes and shoes. So, you know, the, the most important thing is you should know how much you can afford to spend. It starts with that. You need to have a budget for the year, a quarterly budget, an annual budget. I'll give you an example. Please. I mean, for, for me, Christmas planning happens beginning of the year, not close to Christmas. Beginning of the year, we plan, are we going to go back to Romania for Christmas? Because my wife's from there. Mm-hmm. And if we can afford that trip, because it's a long journey back, or are we going to go elsewhere? Or are we going to you know, celebrate Christmas here? You know, what sort of budget do we have? Are we going to you know, go out to Christmas? Are we going to have a party at home, gift giving? How many people are we giving a gift to? So it's important that you know what your budget is, Mm. where do you want to spend it, and then you start looking at, you know, settings yourself, some sort of targets to say, hey, if I'm gift giving, this is the budget I have per gift, and and then start shopping. Because you see, the hard truth is, I love shopping, but I hate spending. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And now you have all these sales, you know, 12, 12, 11, 11. Use them to your advantage because if you have already a budget, you have a shopping list, Mm. then you should subscribe to all these retailers that have these discounts and promo codes and these sales so that when time is right for you to actually go and shop, shopping then becomes fun because now you're saving money because you already know what your budget was. You you knew the list of things you wanted to buy and now you're buying at the right time and you can actually save a lot of money as a result of it. I like shopping with the aim of saving. Yes, I mean, because that's how I look at it. Shopping mm. should be fun. So even a recent example, when we went uh, when we went to Dis- uh, Tokyo, Disneyland, and oh. I took my kids, we had a budget of how much we were going to spend during the holiday. And we actually were better off versus budget. So when I took them, you know, to buy, you know, Disney costumes, I knew how much I could spend. The shopping was really fun because, you know, I let them try on all the dresses before they picked, my two daughters picked the, you know, Disney dress that they wanted. And it wasn't a painful exercise where I was overspending or I felt like, oh my God, you know, we're going to end up you know buying a lot because you know there was a budget there was a list and we stuck to it so that's why i believe shopping should be an experience and then also focus on experiences gift giving need not mean just buying expensive stuff because i always tell people do you remember all the christmas gifts and birthday gifts you get get probably not but you'll remember a photo album that was made especially for you Mm. you will remember that painting that your kids would have done for you and given it to you or a christmas card they designed it themselves so it should also be about the experience. And I think that's where, you know, shopping also becomes fun because it's no longer just about spending. It's about saving. It's about experiences. And I think that's what holiday season should be all about. I like that. I like that. I read a recent study that said um, people spend the most on their card that they don't have to sign off on. You know, the, the card that you just tap on. Mm. And that's been true for my own life, actually. Um, the one where I just flash, I, I see the most spend on it. So what forms of payment do you think we should be using? when season shopping cash debit or credit so credit cards and there are lots of credit cards in the market that give incredible perks and rewards you know especially for online shopping as well as you know when you travel most golden rule with credit cards is you have to pay your bills in full and on time there's no excuses to that if you're not going to break that golden rule credit cards are actually 
one of the best ways for you to use it as a payment instrument because you get a lot of cash back back. You get a lot of reward points back. In many cases, a lot of the credit cards also give you exclusive offers where you get discounts on certain merchants and retailers and online shopping and so on. So, it, you know, for me, you know, we, there's a lot of value out there, but you have to first start with the budget because there's no point you overspend using the right cards because you can't afford that budget. But if you're sticking to a budget, you have a list, then use the right products that give value back, give cash back. And there's just incredible products out there that give you exclusive offers. And, and especially during these sales, you'll see a lot of them actually give you offers like 30% off, 40% off, one for one offers and so on. And make use of those because at the end of the day, it saves you money. And if you're paying your bills in full on time, then you know, you're fine. You're totally fine. Painful and on time. Love that. Do you have any data that shows whether or not we're spending more online versus at the brick and mortar stores? I mean, on, the online shopping, definitely, you know, um, I don't have top of my hand mm-hmm. the statistics for this year, but given the plethora of sales that you have, uh, the Black Fridays and the 11-11s and 12-12s and so on, there's definitely a lot more purchases happening. Interestingly, women actually during these sales buy more products than men. That's the statistic that came out. But they actually spend (laughs) slightly lower than men. So, you know, they're getting more value for Ah. it. So that's an interesting statistic. Mm. So online shopping definitely is is growing and soaring thanks to all the sales that's happening. Um, So yeah, I, I expect that to continue in 2020 which is why you need to make sure that you know you know your budget you have that list but you also have the right products that will give you more cash back and value back when you know those sales are actually on well thanks for helping us stay on track and spend sensibly always great talking to you Rohit Murthy founder and country manager at Sing Saver on Influence this morning thank you to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store